Hey Tribe, it's Rose, and you're listening to episode 22 of the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast, Keeping Kids Active in Winter, with Dr. Alicia Brule. Hey Northwest Ohio, are you tired of just surviving? Are you ready for some fresh ideas? You've come to the right place. The Thrive Tribe 419 podcast features local experts in wellness and experiencing the best life has to offer in the Midwest. Let's thrive together. I release a new episode weekly, usually on Monday, sometimes on Tuesday. And if you would like to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes, uh, just hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to this podcast. I also wanted to mention for those of you who have been coming back week after week, I would really appreciate it if you could go to iTunes and leave us a review. Just let me know what I'm doing right and what you really like about this podcast, and I will keep trying to do those things for you. This is a labor of love for me. Um, you know, I this is something that I do because I think it's valuable for my listeners. Um, so I really love feedback. It really helps me know how to go forward and plan for the future. If you don't have an iTunes account, it is fairly simple to set one up. If you go to our website, Thrive Tribe 419.com and click on review, it will take you to iTunes. And if you don't have an account, you can sign up. It's totally free. And if you do, then you can uh, log in and leave us your review there. It's really important to leave reviews because, first of all, um, iTunes ranks us <laughs> based on our reviews. Another great way to get the word out about this podcast is to just take a screenshot. If you're listening to this on your phone or whatever device you're on, take a screenshot and just put it on um, Facebook, Instagram, whatever social media platform you like. And if you tag Thrive Tribe 419, I will post the link to this episode under your post. So it's super simple and easy for you to do and it gets the word out to even more people. So thanks for helping me out. Now today's episode is part one of two with Dr. Alicia Brule. This episode is about keeping kids active in winter and the second episode next week is going to be uh, the long-awaited women's pelvic health episode, and I've had some users already submit some questions for that, so I do plan to incorporate that into our episode. But um, if you'd like a little more information about Dr. Alicia Brule, she earned her Bachelor's of Science in Exercise Science and then continued to get her Doctorate of Physical Therapy from the University of Toledo. She is a Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist. In February 2014, Alicia opened Elite Sports and Orthopedic Physical Therapy with the goal to provide the Toledo area with unique and highly effective physical therapy. She has since moved her practice to join other like-minded professionals at 3D Wellness to serve the community even better with a holistic approach. Alicia has specialized in treating endurance athletes, but has recently been growing in the field of women's health. She has a wonderful husband and a beautiful 10-month-old baby boy. Alicia is passionate about helping people live active, healthy, and happy lives without movement problems or pain holding them back. We're going to cover a lot of ground in today's episode. I'm going to ask 
Alicia, several things. Uh, why is it so important to keep kids physically active in the winter? How she feels about screen time? Uh, some benefits of staying active versus some downfalls of sitting around? Um, what us parents can do during Christmas vacation with our kids? Uh, maybe some ideas of um, specific things we can do while our kids are at home and also things we can do to sort of distract our kids while we're busy maybe making Christmas dinner, wrapping presents, uh, running errands, all of those things that we need to do. Um, how can we help our kids change their habits in general so they can be more active and in turn more healthy? And I'm going to ask her mom to mom where she gets her ideas for activities for keeping her own child ha happy and healthy and active and what advice she gives to her own clients um, as well as any online resources and how to get a hold of her as well. So let's welcome Alicia to the podcast. Hey, Alicia. Hi. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's an honor, honestly, to talk to you. Yeah, it's so nice to meet you. Um, I know you are on the phone, but whenever I finish an interview with somebody on the phone, I still feel like I've gotten to know them very well. So I'm really looking forward to this. Same. So I'm going to start with the classic question that I ask all of our guests. How are you thriving in the 419? <laughs> um, I love that question. And sometimes it feels uh, like I'm not some days, you know. But um, I would say surrounding myself with good, encouraging people, staying as active as I can, enjoying even the little moments and things our community has to offer really helps me thrive in the 419, as you would say. Absolutely. We have a lot of great things going on in this area for the holidays. So many things I see popping up in events on Facebook and so much to do and so little time. <laughs> oh, it does seem like that. It's going so quickly. I cannot believe Thanksgiving's this week. Yes. And is this your son's first Thanksgiving? It is. It is. Oh. So first Thanksgiving and Christmas. Now that's exciting. You know, the grandparents are over the moon with it. They're buying his Christmas presents already. So they're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So you are going into your first winter with your son. Um, and my first question is, as a physical therapist and as a mom, why is it so important to keep our kids physically active in the winter? Um, well, I think it's, it's so important to teach and show our kids an active lifestyle in general. I mean, childhood obesity isn't just a buzz topic for no reason, but it's actually a really very real problem. Um, and I think it's easy in Northwest Ohio to kind of hibernate, eat those, you know, comfort foods and become really sedentary in the fall and winter. So for me as a mom, um, it's been a really big motivator to just show him the importance of a healthy, active lifestyle all year round. Right. And I've 
kind of been shamelessly stalking you on Instagram for a while. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I love seeing pictures of you out with your little one, you know, doing what you need to do, staying active and already uh, indoctrinating him into that lifestyle. I I just love it. Yeah, it's been fun. And and like you can tell I've been doing it since he was he was really young. Um and he just he gets that cabin fever. You can tell he's just itching to get out and I I love it cuz it keeps it really helps keep me active too. So we yeah. try to do something fun every day. Awesome. So on the flip side of that, there is so much talk in the natural community about screen time. Screen time being like video games, phones, laptops, um, tablets, TV, things like that. How do you feel about screen time? Hi, my name is Lynn Heitmeyer. My company is Immaculate Marriages and based in Defiance, Ohio. I am an ordained marriage officiant licensed by the American Marriage Ministries. Immaculate Marriages is a unique opportunity for couples of any race, gender, faith-based, or secular beliefs to unite in a beautiful, lawful ceremony. My goal is to provide a beautiful wedding ceremony designed for each couple's unique personality and desires. I will work with the couple to design the ceremony according to their needs. For the wedding ceremony of your dreams, please find me on Facebook at Immaculate Marriages or text me at 419-439-0742. Again, text me at 419-439-0742. I look forward to providing you with beautiful lifetime memories. Well, I love that there's a lot of talk about it because it's a hot topic for me. (laughs) So um, my husband, he's pretty techie. So we have screens in every room. So when I started talking to him about, okay, how are we going to address this screen time issue when baby comes, those kinds of things, I had to have some support, some research to back up my claims that it's actually a really big deal. And, um, and of course, now he's on board with everything. But um, right now, at least with having just one 10 month old, I think it's easy for me, or easier for me to kind of control what he's doing. Um, But I think it's really important to monitor what your kids are watching, especially when they're very young. Um, Research shows that like less than two, they're really only getting negative effects from screen time. So it can be kind of deceiving for moms to see the baby Einstein videos and things like that, that they don't really have support that, okay, this is going to help your infant's cognitive function. But actually, so much is showing the opposite, that there are so many negative effects with attention, Um, Those executive functions like memory, controlling emotions, um, organization and planning skills. And so those are things um, that really 
are important and, and showing up in those kids that have um, ADHD that are having problems with those things. And that's becoming really, really prevalent right now. So I think it's, it's really important to just monitor your kids' screen time as much as you can limit it, especially when they're really, really young. Um, like I said, less than two. Right. And that can be very hard um, for some people I know because it is misleading. It's so misleading. And then if you have kids who are older than two and they want to watch TV, yeah. that that is a problem for us in my house right mm-hmm. now because I have a five and a half year old who loves TV, unfortunately. And um, I was one of those moms who was like, no screens before two. And we, of course, that didn't happen 100%, but we did our best. But now she's totally into TV and the little one is like, yay, me too. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's why I definitely preface. Like, I only have one child and I'm sure (laughs) it gets so much more challenging than when, yeah, your older one is watching watching TV and, and there's like some good and I haven't reached that level yet, but there's some good stuff that's out there, like educational wise that, that does have support that, okay, this, this is helpful for your children. It's just from what I saw, there might not be a lot out there for the older kids. It's more like an entertainment based. Right. Right. So I guess we have to do our best, but it's good to know yeah. that the research it's, I think it's always good to know what the research is showing so yeah. that we're aware and we can make uh, the best decisions we can based on that information. So I'm really glad yeah. that you talked about that. Yeah. And I'm sure if, just like you said, just being aware and Hey, if you're, if you're aware and, and you know about it and every mom is been parent father included, I don't want to forget them, um, is trying their best to do do what's right for their kids. So limit it as much as you can, but otherwise, you know, no worries. You're doing the best you can. Absolutely. So with Christmas vacation coming up, um, a lot of us struggle with what to do with our kids. Um, can you give us some ideas of things besides screen time that we can do with our kids when they're home and um, maybe some things that we can do to keep them busy when we're not able to play directly with them as well, like when we're cooking Christmas dinner or wrapping presents or running errands? Um, What are your ideas? Hey, it's Matt. Do you suffer from panic attacks? I have three steps to quickly stop panic in its tracks. Using two fingers on your favorite hand, step one, tap seven to ten times on your inner eyebrow. Step two, tap seven to ten times under your eye on the orbital bone. Step three, take that favorite hand and pat your collarbone seven to ten times. Repeat these steps until the panic dissolves. Stop panicking, start thriving. Go to www.thrivetribe419.com and click on e-courses to schedule a one-on-one session with me today. Yeah, that's those are great questions. Um, a couple of things as far as just keeping them busy when, when you're available to, to play is don't be afraid to 
bundle them up and take them outside. Like I, my kiddo, he loves, he loves to go outside. I dress him up like the kid from the, from the Christmas movie. And he's like, can hardly move his arms and legs, but he loves to be outside. Um, and I, of course, like when it gets below 40, I tend to stay inside with them, but 40 and above, we can still bundle up and head on out. Um, there's a lot of awesome free resources though for stuff for kids to do. Like, um, you, check out your local library. There's a library around here I love to go to, and we probably go once a week, um, if not every other week. And they have so many things for all levels um, and different play areas. Um, they have a 3D printer that I've seen some kids make those fidget spinners with. Um, wow. And just yeah, different interactive PlayStations, um, even some talk about screen time, but even some like educational games on screens that um, that are touch screens and look really fun. So there's a lot and that's just free. You just take your kids in whenever you'd like and use those new toys and check out those resources. Another awesome place is the Toledo Museum of Art. Have you been there before? Yes, and they have the children's area downstairs, right? Yeah, so I love that. They, like, especially for moms, I haven't gotten to, like, the whole crafting thing with my little one yet, but um, I can imagine when I do, I won't do it at home, but I'll go to the Toledo Museum of Art because you just, they have all the supplies, and you don't have to worry about making a mess in your house. And oftentimes they they have people on staff working there to work with your kids and play with them and um and they have different other sensory toys and things like that down there. Uh the baby tours are really cool too. Oh, like I've never done a, that. Yeah, it's really neat. And I think I'm sure they do um with older kids too and, and toddlers. Um I think they have a special little thing for them too. But yeah, you you just call into the Toledo Museum of Art and they have particular times for it. But they give you your baby a little book and they take you around the contemporary art and they have little kaleidoscopes the kids can look look at the art through the kaleidoscope. And it's just it's a really fun thing. And I took my son Jonathan when he was probably three months old and he loved it like he was all bright eyed and yeah because all those colors and shapes and the the lights alone in there you know he he was so excited about so it's really a cool resource and a fun thing to do on one of those wintery days yeah absolutely and and that made me think of something um you were talking about going to the library and here in defiance we have an awesome library system as well. Um, it has three branches, but we normally go to the main branch um, here in Defiance. And they actually have a craft room there. And each week they have a new craft. So when I take my kids, there's 
usually not more than once a week, sometimes twice, but usually there's a brand new craft that they can do in the craft room. And I love it because every, like you said, everything is there and you don't have to worry about making a mess like on your carpet or whatever, because everything is kid friendly and yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And there's, um, there's some fun indoor places if, you're willing to make the trip and, and maybe spend a little bit of money. But um, have you heard of the Sylvania Playland? Yes, I have been there and my five-year-old loves that place. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah she goes great. gaga in there. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah, it just has those big giant inflatables. And, and they do have that smaller area for for probably toddlers uh-huh. uh, that they could play in. So a fun place for them to get some energy out. <laughs> yeah, we like to go there when the weather's really bad. We we make the drive. It's probably uh, maybe 40, 45 minutes from where I am, but it's always worth it. And we just plan to spend the day out that direction. So we go out to eat and then we go there and then the kids sleep on on the way home. You know, it's good. <laughs> So So I think, I think that this is kind of obvious, but, um, I should ask anyway, what are the benefits of staying active versus just sitting around during the winter? (laughs) That's a good question. But yeah, I mean, one thing I first thought of was, um, like you think of the top five diseases and conditions that our country is dealing with, um, you know, really affecting, of course, our health, but financial, financially, and it's diabetes, arthritis, heart disease, um, even mental illness, like all of these things can greatly be benefited, if not prevented with staying active. And so just living a good quality of life and trying to stay healthy and and well in general, I think that's so important um, for us and to, of course, instill that in our kids so that they can stay healthy and live the life to the fullest that they want to. You're so right about that. So... I know that with your son, you're starting him early and hopefully he's developing good habits. And I'm, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that I'm doing that with my kids too. But um, if, if somebody out there has kids who are kind of getting into the habit of sitting around, watching TV, playing video games, um, being couch potatoes, how can we help our kids change those habits so they can ultimately live that healthier life free of those big diseases that you just mentioned? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think, a great, I mean, they're still kids, right? So you want to sit down and talk to them about things that they're interested in. Um, some things that maybe they've never tried before, but they would like to. Um, one of the things that I was thinking of um, as you were talking about indoor activities is there's 
a big like rock climbing gym that it's in Ann Arbor and you know just something like what would you love to do and have a kids area and just find something like that that they would love be interested in and enjoy doing with you and I think kids really want to spend time with their parents and so if you find something um, that you guys can do together and and enjoy as a family and show that you don't want them just to go run around the house five times but uh, <laughs> that's what my, that's Although... what my parents used to, to burn energy I could do not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, my kids do that anyway. We Our house yeah. is kind of like a circular. <laughs> you can run all the way around the perimeter of our house. So they actually do that. It's like a racetrack, and you get the two kids and the cat, like, running around oh, <laughs> a circle. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, Those are the really yeah. bad days. <laughs> right. It's like, you know. we're not leaving the house. There's, like, a blizzard outside. <laughs> <laughs> go run that around the track so <laughs> yeah just go run around yeah but I mean for kids that maybe wouldn't enjoy that it doesn't have to be as extreme as the rock climbing thing but trying to find something that that looks or sounds interesting to them and say hey you know let's go try that and and see what they like to do because it should be fun and it should be something that they enjoy and of course that's what we we want to do when we grow up too we just don't want to go do like force ourselves to work out so to speak versus let's do something that we really enjoy um so that it does become a part of our lifestyle as a mom where are you getting your ideas for activities for keeping your um little guy active um do you have any online resources to suggest for other parents? As far as online research resources, I would definitely start with your um, public library system. So for Toledo Public Library website, um, they have all the different branches on there and you can look at the activities calendar or of course you can just head on in and they have their calendars printed out um, for each branch. So I would start with that. Um, certainly you could check out the Toledo Museum of Art website. Um, they have their calendar and schedule for, um, the baby tours that we were talking about. I think they have, of course, other things going on, um, in that family zone that's on the first floor in the museum. So definitely check those out. As far as uh, where do I get my ideas other than online, it's just talking with other moms. You know, it's funny, you're at the park, and I think now just being in the digital age, people are less comfortable talking to people in public um, that you don't know. But moms, I think they're really approachable, and it can get kind of lonely as a mom. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, especially if you're at home with them most of the time. So um, people are really open to talking. And so a lot of times I get stuff from that. Like I, I just start chatting with them. 
and I learned about a music class that happens and um and the baby tours I actually found out through just just talking to moms on the playground or or wherever you're hanging out. So there's some really good moms groups that meet me at different churches and you don't have to be affiliated with their church, but um, I find a lot of you know, good mom friends there that you can learn a lot of, of different activities with. And sometimes those things are hard because they're at specific times. And if your kid's like on a routine, a lot of times those things fall in during their nap time. And so, you can make your own play dates and, and get together with your friends and random people you meet at the playground and their kids and, and they love it. And it's nice for you to meet new people and learn new things to do that way. Yeah. And I totally get the routine thing because sometimes you just don't want to miss that nap time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. And there's this like fear in the back of your mind that, <laughs> They're going to wake up during the night if I miss their nap (laughs) or, you know, Uh they're just going to be horrible the rest of the day. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, if it's between missing a nap and going to something, I normally choose for the nap, (laughs) like definitely on the side of the nap. (laughs) Me too. And I have learned to, this is a trick that I'm doing now for myself to make sure that I get out and do a play date with somebody once a month is I actually schedule it on my phone for I, I, my Fridays are usually pretty relaxed. So I have one Friday each month blocked off on my phone. And then about a week ahead, I find somebody to have a play date. with. Oh, that's, uh, that's a really good idea because you don't know, keep going and you get so busy and then you miss catching up on people with people and that time is really awesome not only just for you but for your kids um so that's that's great that you do that that's a really good idea yeah and when it's just one other mom sometimes too they're usually pretty cool about being flexible with the time you know if somebody's nap time is a little off that day they're like oh you know it's cool we can wait another half an hour or whatever mm-hmm. so it works yeah, out definitely so can you tell us where to find you online and how people can get a hold of you if they would like to um, work with you or ask questions? Yeah, so I would say, um, yeah, if you have any questions, um, I'm pretty reachable um, through my Instagram. I'm Elite PT Toledo, and um, you can always email me as well at Alicia, A-L-I-S-H-A, um, Toledo Physical Therapy, at Alicia, at com. I'm sorry about that. Got it. And so, I'm going to write it yeah. down and I'll put it in the show notes. Alicia at Toledo Physical Therapy dot com. And that's all spelled out. Yep. Okay. And then what is your Instagram called again? Elite PT Toledo. Elite PT Toledo. Okay, got it. That'll be in the show notes. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah, thanks for doing this. Don't hesitate to reach out. So <laughs> I'm pretty approachable, hopefully. <laughs>
Yes, you're very approachable for sure. Um, (laughs) So thank you for doing this first part. And our next episode is going to feature women's pelvic health with you again. And I am really intrigued by this topic. This is not something that I know very much about, but I feel like I should. So everybody, yeah, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to talk about pelvic health. And that'll be again with Alicia. So thanks, Alicia. No problem. Thank you, Rose. Thanks for listening to the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast. If you'd like to join the conversation or see pictures and videos, check us out on Facebook and Instagram under Thrive Tribe 419. You can find show notes from today's episode or listen to more episodes at tt419.buzzsprout.com or on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you left a review wherever you listen to the show. Leaving reviews helps others find us and lets them know that we're the real deal. And it lets me know that you've been enjoying the show and that I'm not just sitting here talking to myself. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Have a great day and keep thriving.